Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Decorating Pages is a podcast dedicated to taking you behind the scenes of the designs of your favorite TV shows and films. Each episode, I'll be sharing design stories from some of Hollywood's most famous sets, interviews from set decorators, production designers, directors, and actors about creating the look of TV and film, about their design inspirations, and stories that take sets from page to screen. Hello. Welcome to Decorating Pages. I'm your host, Kim Wanup. I'm off, people. <laughs> it's so nice to be off. Oh, it's so nice not to work. I love my job, but I hate to work. I always say that. It's bad. But I have been off for about a week and a half, and I have gotten so much done in my house that I've been in for exactly a year. And I'm finally hanging shelves and pictures and unpacking boxes that I never got done Oh, it's so nice to be off and spending time with my boys. I should say that first off, huh? Um, it's awesome. I don't get to sleep in, but it's awesome. I'm catching up on some tube. There's some such great sets out there. Um, I did finish off and just like that, um, decorator Carol Silverman. Boy, it takes you right back to those Sex in the City days. I thought they did a really good job of just keeping up with these characters, keeping relevant, a little too much, you know, checking every box with every character, but, you know, I do, uh, I do love it. I don't know. That's the girly in me. I started watching Inventing Anna on Netflix, which is a really interesting story of this con artist a couple years ago who just lied to everybody, told, told everyone she was rich, posted some Instagram pictures, and everybody believed her. It's quite, quite a fascinating story. Um, decorator Susan Ogu, O-G-U. Um, and they must have went all over the world. It looks like they went to a couple countries for this, but beautifully done and tasteful New York. And um, I have like two more episodes left, I think. But I like it. Interesting story. Inventing Anna. Um, I guess there was three decorators on that. Susan Ogu, George... Detata, who I think does the session, and Henrietta Vindanelli, who must do the overseas, because I feel like I've seen her name. But anyway, it's fun. It's on Netflix. The Lost Daughter I watched, 
Uh, I can't watch things about kids anymore. Really anti-anything like <laughs> where kids get hurt or anything. Not that kids get hurt in this. I'm not giving anything away. I just don't get it, actually, that it was... I don't know. I don't know. Um, tick, tick, boom, which was decorated by Lydia Marks. If hoping you heard an episode I did with her in a while back. And she also have a, has an awesome Instagram account. Speaking of Instagram, she does a lot of behind the scenes stuff. So Lydia Marks, set decorator. I thought Tick, Tick, Boom was fun. I mean, a little bit of a sad story, but fun. And I'm not usually into musicals, but I think they integrated everything really well. Um, <laughs> watching Yellowstone. It's such a soap opera. And I don't know how much longer. I don't know. I don't know. We're on season two now, and I'm really... There's not enough Costner for me. If there was all Costner all the time, I think I could be into it, but I'm starting to give up a little on it. But yeah, I think I've... I, I said it in the last episode. They put some coin into that. It's really some beautiful sets. Uh, Carla Curry and Laura Lovo, I believe, are the decorators. And, um... Uh... I don't know. I, I just, maybe I'm just, I just like a little thing. I don't like it so simple. I don't know. But I did watch the other night, me and my boys had a pizza movie night and we watched the live action version of Lady and the Tramp from Disney and decorated by the, the uh, just in awe of Gordon Sims. And it's such, it's magical. I don't know how to describe those movies. I mean, like Mary Poppins and all and, there's just so much detail in, in the decorating and the design. And I just so appreciate how much love I feel as a viewer has been put into it. I don't know any of this backstory of working on it, but it's inspiring. Like I, I have to say as, <laughs> as stupid as watching Lady and the Tramp is, certain things just start to inspire you and want you to get I don't want to get back to work. I'm not saying that. I only had a week and a half off, but it does make me want to be a part of the world that we're in that I am a part of. So, <laughs> and I hope it, uh, I hope anyone out there inspired, um, looking for in inspiration, I don't know, check out films like that, something a little whimsical and fun. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. On this episode of Decorating Pages, I speak with set decorator Amber Richards. Amber is the set decorator living in New Zealand, working in New Zealand, and is nominated for an Oscar for her work on Power of the Dog. This film was shot in New Zealand for Montana, which is amazing, by director Jane Campion. And it's stunning. It's this period decor, I just find it simplistic and, and stunning. I just really liked the cinematography of it, and I just really liked the film. Um, as I spoke with Amber, I also got a better sense of how crews work in New Zealand compared to the U.S. We talk a lot about the responsibilities of the set decorator and how uh, different decor is different responsibilities in our jobs. Like in there, she does wallpaper and hardware which we don't do here. Amber was nominated last year for an ADG award for her work on Mulan, the live action version uh, of Disney's Mulan. And 
the huge scope of those sets. Another period film is just mind-blowing to me. Um, we discussed how set decorators have pieces fabricated for sets, like for Mulan, and she also did The Meg, which is kind of, I think it's in space. I did not watch it. I, I admitted that. But, um, yeah, how you have things fabricated and you don't know anything about it and you just have to dive in. Amber started as a set dresser on some of the biggest films of our time, like Lord of the Rings series, The Last Samurai, King Kong, The Chronicles of Narnia, Mission Impossible Fallout. She is currently working on season two of Sweet Tooth. She's um, helping out on that. And uh, sweet, sweet person. And I wish her all of the best of luck uh, at the Oscars. It's... Uh, it's, it's well-deserved the nomination, I feel. The Zoom was a little flaky in some parts. I think I did my best to edit out a little um, couple of the blank spots, so get ready for that. Um, also, when in the beginning of this, when I tell you that her setting is so picturesque, I was really thought it was a fake background. She is like in this big open window of these blooming trees and, ah, uh, yeah makes me want to book a flight to New Zealand. So I hope you enjoy. behind and let that do oh <laughs> how serene and beautiful yes this is actually my home but i work in auckland so i've just come back for the weekend and it's like i've been for just been for a swim at the beach oh. and come back and it's like oh it's so restful but this afternoon i have to drive back to the city and get back into work so what are you so uh, quite a <laughs> Well, any sort of mental break I think we can get is always good. <laughs> it's always. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I, I don't, I, I moved a tad bit out of Los Angeles. And even for me, just like getting home is like out of the way. And I feel like, oh, at least I'm home. I don't have to think about work. Like any sort of downtime know, we so get. It's so good, isn't it? Just switch off and be somewhere <laughs> completely different. What are you working on? Uh, I'm actually just helping out um, a friend who's doing Sweet Tooth. Um, it's a Netflix oh. show. Yeah, but it's um, like a dog. It's like a dog boy kind of. Is that what it is? Yeah, a deer, a deer boy. A yeah. deer boy. Yeah, yeah. Sort of post-apocalyptic kind of world after a virus has spread throughout the world. It's kind of you know bizarrely um, appropriate for the yeah. times, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So it's. So it's nonfiction. It's it's now. It's nonfiction. Yeah. It's actually based on a comic, um, like a graphic novel, which I haven't read, but we're sort of, you know, sticking quite truthfully to that. Um, but it's fast turnaround TV, which I'm not that used to. Um, so every eleven days we're doing a new episode, mm -hmm. um, and. 
currently I'm finding the pace of it quite intense. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's quite, it's quite hard to sort of keep ahead of it. Um, yeah. So it's quite a change for me really, cause it's sort of different to film. Yeah. And somehow in film, you've got the complete picture and you've got that sort of long view down the schedule. Yeah. Um, this it's because it's all sort of episodic different directors for each episode there's a lot of changes at the last minute um Ugh. yeah so it's quite a challenging process Ugh, it's <laughs> so annoying now because um there's a bit of pressure to get over to LA now <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah so yeah but well, that's, I mean, at least it's not yeah. too long of a project. At least you, you have an end in sight then. <laughs> you don't have to, like, do 22 episodes or anything. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's really fun. It's, it's a really good group of people. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's good. Good people are always appreciated. Yeah. That's always yeah. a plus. Um, that's kind of who at the moment. And... Um, is it people you've yeah. worked with uh, before, like on Power of the Dog yeah. or on other? Assistant decorator on who, who was my assistant decorator on Power of the Dog. Because um, what's happened for us in New Zealand with COVID, just in terms of not letting sort of people come over here. So it's made, um, it's really affected the film industry. Mm. Um, and so it's, and it's quite a small film industry here. Um, so I felt kind of, you know, like it would be fun to jump in and, and be with a team that I really enjoy working with. Um, yeah. yeah, for this time, it's, I'm feeling very, you know, grateful to be busy working. Um, yeah, and just sort of quite good actually, just stepping back from being in charge of everything yeah <laughs> yeah know, oh like to, yeah to just have a little break from that it's quite good yeah I like yeah I think about the, us, I think about going back to be a buyer a lot like when I'm driving in my car I'm like I kind of just want to be a buyer today I kind of just want to go out check my list off and go home <laughs> yeah it's definitely something I think because of the nature of our industry in New Zealand, I think it's a really, it's a really good thing to be able to go sideways a little bit um, and not get too kind of set in having to do a particular role all the time. Mm. Um, because it is just smaller and um, yeah, I guess it's maybe something that's peculiar to the way we work in New Zealand, but you know, it's, it's always quite fun to mix it up. You do, you, you worked on like gigantic films. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I, that is a plus for being in that location that these gigantic budget and set films come to this beautiful land to film. So it, you, you, I mean, I, you've worked on such great pieces, even in any position, getting to see these sets and just being able to learn of what, what the process is. It must have been fantastic, Lord yeah. of the Rings. And I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, certainly like prior to um, doing Power of the Dog, I was um, dressing on Avatar 
and so I was sort of given a set to to take care of and I sort of did that right up until starting um, on Power of the Dog and it is it's really it's a really great way to kind of have a bit of variety because you go from this kind of absolutely mind-bogglingly huge project that is just has untold money quite a you know quite a different way of operating you you don't get to read the full script um right. you just sort of know snippets of the story because it's all so top secret so you're trying to create a character full set without actually having any idea of what the characters are going to be doing on their whole long journey <laughs> so but kind of really i mean the the quality like the sort of set design is always really really interesting mm-hmm. um do you have to manufacture you have to manufacture a lot i'm sure for an avatar type everything. and i was thinking for the meg too did you have to manufacture yes. a ton for that yes definitely that was that the meg was a huge learning curve for me because i sort of um sort of felt i yeah i guess it was just i was learning on the job how to how to deal with that whole sort of manufacturing side of i wouldn't Um, i would i'd be like someone has to do this i don't know someone designing it is someone do i just pay for it do I have any, am I just picking the fabric? Like, or like, cause I, I always think like space or time, like things like that to me are like, uh, like all those buttons and boards and all that shit. That's all gack. That's all us. Like is someone, am I, is a decorator designing that? I don't even, I've never done space. Yeah. So I don't even know. Well here, the decorator does design that. Wow. And so, and it's expensive. Like oh my God. Real, that stuff here is so expensive. So in, in the past, we've kind of um, like from the first avatar, we we had sort of an old naval ship that was being scuttled, which um, we went up and and sort of pulled out a whole lot of the kind of gag from mm. that. Um, but just sort of finding that here is quite challenging. So you sort of have to find an old power station that's closing mm. down or something like that. Right. Um, and then, yeah, and then you're designing all the housing and everything that it goes into. And it's extremely expensive. Like, so for a set deck, I guess that was the learning experience for me on Meg is just actually having an understanding of what those fabrication costs end up. Right. I, I I don't know I I don't like I, I wouldn't yeah. I have no idea I wouldn't even know how to budget it. <laughs> no. yeah. Well, it's quite different to um, yeah, shopping for things. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, we were shopping for on Power of the Dog, and we also um, despite sort of doing lots of big movies here, we don't um, te- like we don't. We've got a couple of prop stores in Auckland. Um, but they are on quite a small scale. I'd, I um, mean, I, I was going to ask you that for Power of the Dog, finding the um, all of the period pieces must have been a real dig. And on Mulan, it must have been 
really hard <laughs> to find pieces. Yeah, so Mulan again was another fabrication job. Yeah. Um, but Anne, um, who was decorating it um, as well, she she went to India and she went to China and did a big sort of shop up there. Mm. And then, but we had to design a lot of the furniture and make it. And it was, I mean, it is really fun to have that process sort of happening because then you get to, you know, look at all the research and look at the shapes yeah. of the furniture and yeah. then you get to choose the wood and then you get to choose the finish. So it's quite a, and I think it also means that you get to work with these really skilled craftspeople. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, they just are incredibly clever and things sort of, yeah, I, that whole kind of travel through the design process is is quite a fun and interesting part of it. Yeah. Um, and we did elements of that on Power of the Dog, but certainly not to that extent. I mean, that bed, the, yeah. their bed is magnificent in their room. Oh, and Power, in Power of the Dog. dog. It just overpowers yeah. so much. Like, it's such a statement. I love, love, love that bed. Yeah, that was really, um, so I bought that from, I think it was called the Antiqu Antiquarian. Um, and it, we just sort of looked online. Because um, I sort of had such a short amount of time to shop in LA. And I had to fill a 40-foot container. Mm. So I sort of had this whole list of things that I I knew that I kind of couldn't get in New Zealand and had to get into that container and back to New back here. Um, and the bedroom suite I'd seen online mm. um, and we went to the warehouse and oh my gosh, I've never seen anything like it. It was just like, there were just ginormous chandeliers. <laughs> it was mind blowing. Like this sort of dark warehouse, I think we've gone sort of after hours and it was in a quite a dodgy area. Oh my God, it was um, sketchy. You're lucky you had your life. <laughs> Yeah, um, and so, and we were just wandering around. I mean, they had the most incredible furniture, chandeliers, lighting options. Uh, and that bedroom suite was like the only piece I could afford. Um, <laughs> and it was incredibly derelict. Um, so oh. bits were missing, um, but the kind of, the you know, the the beauty of it was the sort of walnut um, headboard and things like that. So we brought it back to New Zealand and then it had to go through a full restoration oh, um, process. Um, and I thought it came up oh, really good. Stunning. I, I was really pleased with that. Yeah. It's, it's stunning yeah. and it's I, I feel like it's another character in there. It's like overpowering when she gets there, but then it's sheltering her as she's like, drinking and everything it's kind of her hideout yeah. like i just thought it was a beautiful piece to to put in yeah there. No, it sort of came off quite well actually we sort of heavily furnished that room and um had quite a quite an intense session with jane in there where we sort of i just had a team of people and we were bringing furniture in we were taking it out we were doing rugs and rugs out and we had pictures all over the walls. They all came out. Like, it was quite, 
interesting to work with a director who she really kind of I guess because so much was happening for Rose within that room Jane was very particular that it had to feel you know I guess meet her expectations of 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 adding to that the scenes in there and I think it's sort of the the final outcome I think was great you know to be able to take things away oh yeah there's always it's always better to have more and take away than not to have something that they want we can do yeah (laughs) yeah take it all out if you want but don't ask me for anything (laughs) don't ask me for another bed because that's it like (laughs) yeah Um, I know it was really um a really great process and we you know we did struggle with that room a bit um was the house a build um, or is that a real house yeah so the house got built and built in two locations so the exterior Mm. got built in the south island um and we did some interiors there just so that you got the views out to the ranch Mm. um so the the back dining area and part of the kitchen was finished as an interior um and we did the barn interiors down there and then the whole house was built as a top story and a first floor um in a warehouse in Auckland which is in the North Island and uh, you know it's quite it was quite challenging because you sort of had to because we were kicking off with the exterior Mm. um first it's like you sort of like you know how sort of when you're dressing a set things kind of evolve as you kind of go through the rooms um it's not you can kind of have a plan but yeah it's not it's sort of you need that sort of organic process of actually being in the space and dressing it to really work things out and we didn't have the luxury of that because we had to kind of decide what it was going to be so that we could establish it for the exteriors which was like you know weeks and weeks before we needed the interiors um that's so annoying and so for things like um the the wallpaper in the master bedroom you know that was really challenging because we had to establish it well before we needed a whole room of it but we needed it for the views out of the windows Mm. uh, in the exteriors and so we didn't get a get to play around with it as much as we wanted but um i sort of think the final product sort of was was pretty good i might have adjusted the the sheen quality but um do you do wallpaper in new do you pick wallpaper yeah oh wow also who would do that the designer would pick wallpaper and wall treatment and wall color here oh okay Oh, that's interesting. See, that's interesting, too, because there's there's so much interaction with the designer on that of like, do you get the, the curtains and the bedspread and then we try to match a wallpaper or do you get the wallpaper first and then we go from there? There's a lot of give and take, um, you know, when it comes to like cut wall color and everything and discussion between it of like, mm. hey, if you can find a fabric and then I'll try to pick a color from that, you know, in this palette. So we... But right, to, to do it yourself, I I mean, it kind of cuts it 
cuts out a middleman and kind of cuts it out a little. I mean, I can understand why the decorator would do it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Grant and I very much worked together on that. Um, but, and Jane was very particular mm. about that as well. So we did have kind of mad sessions where I was sending sample books down with anyone who was traveling south to right. show to Jane. <laughs> like, right. Um, so we were kind of capitalizing on anybody's because it's because all the flights to and from the South Island were quite expensive. Um, we were trying to sort of reduce our need to travel back and forth, but we did load people up with wallpaper sample books, send them off and then have these weird kind of phone conversations where they're flicking through the, right. the book down south. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, definitely worked with Grant closely on the wallpaper. But so in in New Zealand, sort of for set decoration, we do, um, yeah, so we do all the wall treatments, um, no, not good. paint treatments, but we do all the lighting and all the hardware. Is that the case? We I do lighting and the 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 designer art director picks the hardware. And construction, See, construction <laughs> installs hardware, but we do like switch plates and outlet plates, but they do like door handles right. and, and everything like that. Oh, that would be really good because it's always <laughs> yeah. a nightmare. So we do it here. Uh, hardware, and I'd be like, I I don't know, get a handle. Like, <laughs> no one's yeah. looking at the handle. I and, don't know. And the thing is like, we're sort of choosing hinges and things like uh, that. No. Or, you know, like, uh, so that, yeah, so we do do that here um, and we install them. Uh, so yeah. we get sort of doors given to us by. Uh, um, our biggest joke but, is you ask an art director, when am I getting this set? And they say Thursday. And I say, okay, does that mean every everybody's out? Well, they'll still be putting hardware on, which is the door where we got to bring everything yeah. in. There's always a construction guy sitting in the middle of the door. <laughs> it's like well i'm not really getting the set if i can't get shit in but it's a huge joke yeah. always of like am i really getting the set or is there a hardware guy in the middle of the doorway but did you uh did you have a long prep doesn't sound like you had much prep well actually i think we did um that's a good question because i can't even recall now how long we might or have had or even if you had to do the exterior and go back and forth then to do the interior, like you were work, it seems like yeah, that's rough. That was the thing that was really difficult. So um, I, and our budget was pretty tight. Mm. I mean, it was. But it's period, it's a lot. It like, was workable, but it, it sort of, it, the, the, it didn't allow for a lot of you know, for production, it didn't allow for a lot of flights for Grant and I back and forth from the South Island. So I actually ended up having um, Gareth, who was um, the assistant set decorator. He was sort of down there, kind of running the team down there. And I sort of, I went down for that sort of, We I think we had about three weeks mm -hmm. ahead of the exterior that we started kind of moving in and, and and 
doing the barn and we sort of had a few other sets down there that didn't make the movie but um yeah so we kind of did a three I did kind of three week or four week sort of stint down there and then we'd go back to Auckland mm -hmm. sort of working on the interiors What's yeah that was the town it, it was definitely quite Oh, pardon me. Oh, yeah. It sounds really challenging to be that far away from shooting and trying to prep another set. That's that's really hard. And the whole production had moved to the South Island. And it's not like, I guess the thing is, it's not like you sort of fly into that city where the location was. You fly into a city then you get in a car and you drive for hours to this really remote like so it's it's a full day that you lose in travel yeah That's... so each time you chose to do that it was yeah um but it's always an adventure love i mean i love a bit of location work <laughs> um so uh yeah was the t was the town already built or was that a build that no so that was a build as well and with visual effects extension um wow that's the big dress and that was hot and dry <laughs> oh boy um yeah and yeah so and then that again so with the town which is where um the Red Mill is where Rose has her restaurant. That um, sort of was, there was a little bit of an interior there and then we've completed it up in Auckland um, in the studio. I did love that restaurant and all those slats in the wall and the piano and just how beautifully I, stark I it was. was yeah. 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 Okay. I loved all the tongue and groove and um, yeah, and and Grant is so like he he has a whole layer of story behind all all of those sets. Um, you know, so there's sort of like the the area of the wall where that used to be open to um, the mill, but they'd kind of closed mm. it in, and so that's why you get different paint changes and. I, I really love that about sort of the way he thinks about sets is, you know, the the life of the building bef before the point that we're It must be nice. It, it's your third time working with him or more? I've actually worked with Grant a lot. Mm. Um, I've worked on a lot of his films. To work, Working with him as a decorator, um, I've, I've just done sort of the Power of the Dog, The Meg and Mulan. Yep. Um, but it, I did my like my first um, feature film that I ever worked on was The Lord of the Rings. Um, oh, bummer. No one ever saw that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and um, I think I was about 26 or something. And I came back from, I was having my sort of OE um, in the UK and got called up to come back for it and ah, oh, it was so exciting I was sort of I feel like I was like the perfect age to just really enjoy yeah. Yeah. the complete madness of it because New Zealand had never seen anything 
so big and so crazy. And we, you know, like you'd get a call on a Friday night and like from our boss and he'd be like, right, you and Jill, um, you've got a plane to catch tomorrow. Um, go home, pack your bag, and then you're going to the South Island. Hadn't, you know, been to this area of the South Island before. Pick up a four-wheel drive ute, and then you're off to dress the set. <laughs> and you'd just be like, it was such an adventure because you'd have no idea where you were going, sort of, you know, what you'd find there, and then you'd just be given, you know, some uh local people to work with who weren't from the film industry so they'd be like a couple of big burly stonemason men um (laughs) you know you sort of had carrying all your goods and (laughs) you suddenly dressing a village and yeah it was very exciting and fun Um, yeah and so um that was that that was the first time that i'd worked um for grant and I was, yeah, so I was one of the set dressers. And we sort of out, like, and I'm not sure how it works in the US, but set dressing in New Zealand, like when you're a set dresser here, you actually have quite a lot of input into the set. I'm not sure if that's how it works. Okay, uh, like, so. No, I mean, there's suggestions or like, um, if it's a really big set, I always try to like, give someone a certain space, like a desk, like this is your desk, dress this, or like, this is our wall, let's do this. What can we come up with here? I do like to be collaborative with them because if they're in it to be creative, you might come up with something I'm not gonna think of because I'm so far into this, I might not think of that. So I'm always open to anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so for here, like, I mean, for for many years, the jobs that I worked on, we didn't actually have a set decorator. So you'd have, we'd have, Grant was the production designer, and then we'd have a lead dresser and then the set dressers. Mm. And so we didn't really, and we would report back to Grant rather than a, a set decorator. Um, but that's sort of changed now. So we have sort of, you know, um, formalized it a lot more. Um, yeah so so with regard to lord of the rings as set dresses i mean we had a lot of kind of creative input so that's fantastic yeah and so we'd be going to the concept artists like alan lee um and sort of saying oh what do you think about this and he'd do this beautiful little pencil sketch and um off we'd go and throw in a few added <laughs> bits that we think of. Um, so yeah, it was a very kind of, quite a free and creative process actually. Oh, that's awesome. That's such a, oh, I think okay. too, yeah. when you're getting into this, that's what you, you want to get your hands dirty and you want to be on something yeah. that exciting. That must've been so awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, and so, yeah, he did that. And I, and also King Kong, he, he, was the designer for that um yeah so I've worked with them a bit yeah over the years um, yeah well it's always nice I feel to work with someone you've worked with before because just that shorthand and like oh I know he's not going to go for that or like she wouldn't like that I'm not even going to 
bring that up or you know that's not an option for her yeah. it's nice because you you're saving yourself time when you're comfortable with a designer I just I always value it in that respect yes absolutely yeah um yeah um I really yeah I do I really enjoy working with him he's a very clever man <laughs> and, and you know just has that wealth of experience that oh my god learn. yeah his yeah. his resume is ridiculous. <laughs> it's intimidating. Sometimes I mean, even you, like I'm like, like I watched Milan this week. I hadn't seen the line version, and I was like, oh, yeah. I can't. I couldn't. I don't know where to be. I don't know where you started. I don't know where you started with all of that. Like I know you have that uh, where they live and everything, and I get I get that. But like the Imperial Palace, and then like all of that, like uh oh. You had a bee? It's a bumblebee. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a very interesting um, job to be part of. And uh, I mean, it, it, I think just, again, probably underestimated actually how big it was. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I think here we just kind of um i mean you break it down if you I, i'm sure you know with a film too like you were saying before you have that long scope of like when you're going to shoot things they're not changing every day that is so helpful to know like okay well we're shooting this out or we have to get this ready first yeah, and, and... and again i think um sort of really using so we kind of push key people onto onto so we break up all the kind of big sets and put key people in there mm. that kind of you know you kind of give the outline you get the big stuff happening through fabrication and then those key dresses do the you know follow through with the details and sort of expand on it so it's a very um it's very much a team event yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going to see. Yeah, it's a big job. I mean, I didn't have anything to do with the shoot in China, um, which I think was quite intense. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, and and sort of I went off down to, so the training camp, which is the sort of big army. So many tents. Tent. You had so many tents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we, we had them all made. I mean, they were just, I'm not sure actually if you saw the interiors so much, but they were the construction made some beautiful frameworks for them. There was, there, I know there was one scene were, yeah, inside. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, a lot of, um, a lot of design work had to go into that and then it's sort of like you know you always sort of end up scribbling around at some point just trying to get yeah. things finished you know because it's just um I don't know it seems like that's the way it goes sometimes but, but this is probably a dumb question but did they did they refer to the animation of it at all and color palette or did they want to stay true to anything that had been done there? Well, I think, I think certainly that's, 
um, that was Disney's intention was to make it um, and I think they really kind of aimed to, sort of to achieve that through the costuming mm. and um, yeah. like to to kind of amp up the colour, you know, because it's no fun going and having a look at a, you know, brown movie really, <laughs> you know, like yeah. everything's kind of beige just, and brown and like, like yeah, yeah. Um, when it's when it's a kid's animated movie, you know, it's like, or that's the reference point. So I think they did amp up the the color. Um, and I mean, the the finished product of Mulan was actually quite different. I felt to how this the the script um, like pumped up it, in post. Yeah, yeah. Like I think. I think um, oh, there were a few sort of comedic characters that got cut um, mm. from it. So, yeah, but they, I mean, I think certainly with the costumes, like the, they elevated the color and things like that. Um, and we we did a bit of that in the Tulu, which is the round. Um, I was trying to find the name of that. Because I, I was I was actually yeah. looking for like what is that called in yeah, there? Yeah, so Tulu, which it's been criticised because it's sort of um, incorrect for the period of the film. But you know, it's it's that hard line that you're sort of wanting to reference certain things in history, but you're not making a documentary. You're making right. a film. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the, I mean, kids aren't going to question it. <laughs> like, no and I mean I, I to be honest I, I'm not around a lot of small children so um I'm not sure how it went down with them but um I um uh, I have three-year-olds and I was gonna watch it with them they just got into swords they just started like and they don't even they don't say the word gun at all I had Star Wars on one day and they were like pew 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 and now they do that but they don't even know the word gun yeah. or anything so I was going to start it and, and then I waited and, so I could watch it in peace. And so I have three-year-old twin boys. And I, at first I was like, uh, I don't, this might, this sword fighting might be a little too intense for them. <laughs> like, there's no blood or anything. Yeah. Which is it great. Does, it seems, it's probably more serious than the Yeah, they animated. wouldn't, they actually probably would watch it, but I don't, I was yeah. like, uh, I think it's a little too intense for them. But maybe the cartoon yeah. version at some point. <laughs> but yeah, it's beautifully done. I mean, and the act, I mean, how that girl learned all of those moves. Uh, it's know, just yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, really great, isn't she? Yeah. I, to be, I have to be kind of honest here. The only time I've seen it was actually on a small iPad screen and I was in a campground <laughs> so i was on dodgy dodgy um wi-fi watching it so i've actually never seen it on the big screen oh, that's um, beautiful. because it didn't release in cinemas which i think is a real shame because it was a bit like power of the dog in a way it, you know that it was about the big wide yeah, the wide spaces yeah the yeah. i i did love i think i certainly didn't get it on the 
iPad, but... <laughs> Well, maybe try to see it on a TV at least. <laughs> try to get it. I know. It is. It is beautiful. You've been beautiful, beautiful yeah. work there. I did. Yes. I did Thank love you. the wides in Power of the Dog. I really had no idea what it was about. Like sort of. Uh, I kind of knew. Yeah. But so I loved it because I love a good. I love a good surprise kind of. Thing. I love a good little twist that you just makes you think. I love it. Um, but we, my husband and I were watching it and thinking like, where is this? Is this Nebraska? Where did they film this? And I was like, oh my God, they filmed in New Zealand for like, what, Nebraska or, or Montana or something? I was like, this is genius. But those wides are so stunning. The light and everything <laughs> is so stunning that, that, that is achieved in that film. I just love it. I know. Do you? Yeah, I think she's very talented. Our oh, yeah. Do you work closely with the DP with when it's lighting like that? I mean, both Mulan and this, the lighting, I mean, Mulan was more, they made it prettier than it was, you know, yeah. but for this, with the oil um, lamps and everything, was it oil lamps? Am I wrong? No, fine. Well, what did we do? I'm just thinking, um, we certainly sent things through for lighting tests and, you know, our, the, wonderful thing about Ari is that she was so approachable um, and accessible um, and I think you know we just we just in terms of working with her we just really um, made sure that any kind of window treatments we kind of you know ran by her because um, her and Jane were very sort of really specific about certain things so when we chose to do sort of like the oil skin um holland blinds you know we really had to kind of research what color and oil skin was going to give the sort of glow through that they wanted um mm -hmm. so yeah definitely um worked worked with them on that again for the wallpaper you know how it's going to work with skin tone and just all of that um those kind of layers and yeah the lights um were actually quite challenging because it was quite difficult to access like those really you know lights big enough for that space yeah. um i got quite a few from warner brothers um but yeah it was it was quite tricky and then just I think we ended up having to color a lot of the glass um to warm it up, warm it up. so that um yeah so I think we you know kind of put a lot of things through our paint department so that um we could achieve the kind of right tone for, for Ari it's it's so funny too because although it's period it's some of it is new so you're looking for pieces, like you said yeah. about the bed, like if it was old then, it'd be great, but it was new then. So you're looking for yeah. pe old pieces I, made I mean, new. that was also, that was quite a tricky line to, to do really, because we, we sort of had to keep that in mind when we're sort of shopping for things and we find these great things, but they're actually an ancient version now of what would have been new. Um, mm -hmm. And Jane definitely responded more to things that had genuine age on them. So 
um, yeah, we had to work quite. When we made things that were new, we had to Asian. really work on the finish <laughs> to, to make sure that she would feel that a certain level of authenticity to them. <laughs> um, well, yeah, yeah. And, and so like in the house, we, we kind of did do a mix of electric and oil because we just felt like it was kind of at a transition point mm. so that that kind of we could get away with that. That was, I mean, yeah. it, it, it lended so much to their, her shots in shadow and it was just beautifully done yeah. the way she shot it. Yeah. I just loved it. Very clever. Yeah. Is the um the space in the barn that is Phil's space? Was there? I mean, it's so tailored to his character. Can you talk about were there any special pieces there that either Jane or the actor or like that they wanted there for him? <laughs> like a demand? No. <laughs> Actually, there was so much going on in that barn that I don't think we ever saw the half of it in, in oh, the final movie. That's um, such a bummer. <laughs> but, but I think actually just the the fact that it was all there, I think, um, you know, and that's what we sort of aim to do is that just trying to do a full wraparound of the set so that when an, an actor goes into the set, they really feel that it's a real space. Um, so every corner gets dressed in, in the set that we're sort of doing. We, we don't really leave that bit that's probably never going to be seen. We kind of do yeah. really go into each corner. Um, and so in a big thing about Phil's character, and certainly um, within the book, you really get a so the original book you you get a real sense of the backstory of phil which is that he's incredibly accomplished at, at sort of anything he turns his hand to so he is really good at braiding rope he's really good at whittling beautiful little miniature pieces of furniture he's you know so he's a craftsman um he I think we put in there, you know, sort of um, metal working equipment. And, and these were all cues that we'd sort of taken from the book. So, yeah, so we we had a lot of um, um, and sort of sculptural carving and things. We'd sort of put a bit of that into the barn as well. So it was very much, I think what you ended up seeing was very much the woodworking side of his um, yeah of things but there was there was a lot else going on and then yeah um and the seat dresser that um sort of worked with that he sort of is very clever at um so we sort of block out kind of the main things but then sort of left bend to really just dive in and kind of go into all these kind of lovely little so he sort of immerses himself yeah. into the set and yeah. um to to work up the details yeah yeah um, it, i mean it was it 
it had a lot of dressing in there. Um, and it was actually just a really beautiful space to begin with. Like the construction of it was really, really lovely. These kind of hand human big poles and yeah, yeah it, it felt really great from the get go. And I think it just sort of evolved, you know, um, yeah, so um, yeah, the little chairs, I mean, Jane loved those little chairs. So she sort of <laughs> ended up with them after the movie. Um, you know, it's quite interesting what appeals to, to people, but yeah, we definitely aimed to suggest that he was, that it was quite a special space where he would go and he was a real craftsman, so yeah. yeah. I mean, does that fall under props at all in your, in New Zealand? Like when he was like, um, yes, yes, very much so. Um, so Fred Palmer, who's the prop master for that, um, um, we had a very, um, good, um, I think um, really good communication between our department. So we worked quite closely together to kind of create. So Fred, you know, had had people out the back of um, the lot sort of hand tanning the hides that then got made mm -hmm. into the, the robe. Mm -hmm. um, so he really went into the kind of handcrafted nature of things as well. Um, yeah, which I think you you do get a sense of that um, in the movie, I think. You know, that, that detail is there. Detail. Um, and, and, you know, I think because Benedict really got into sort of, you know, like he learned how to braid the rope and is very sort of involved in making sure that he knows how to do the things that his character Yeah needs to be able to do yeah yeah so so props um yeah certainly so in terms of the division here we would do we did the sort of environment and kind of set up the character within the environment and then fred or props are, are doing specifically all the things around the braiding rope and and making sure that all of that story gets told um that's yeah. similar yeah that's similar to here i mean if there's like yeah. a, you know a special tool or anything and they also have much more interaction with actors and how they want things to be and you know if it, they're left-handed or whatever things like that like they'll they'll do that yes. but like you said like we do the environment and then they'll yeah. add those little some more personal. I mean, I didn't actually, I didn't meet the cast on on um, Power of the Dog. Not until the, um, I think it wasn't until our sort of rap party that I met um, Kirsten and Jesse. Um, I don't yeah. know. I rarely ever meet anyone either. <laughs> no, I mean, we're just sort of, you know, I, I tend to kind of just, my preference is to stay in the background. <laughs> yeah. um, I I used to think differently when I started out, and maybe it was being a little bit more starstruck of like, well, this is, you know, this is his character. If he wants something, 
or if he thinks he should have this chair, shouldn't there be some sort of discussion or anything? But what I had learned, you know, if they want something, they tell someone and then you get the note. Like, and it's yeah. really, we are on the movie or, or TV show a lot longer than they are. Like, we are creating oh, these characters, yeah. you know, that, and yeah. they're walking into their character space. So I, yeah. I, I think at the beginning, I really thought differently of like, oh, they should have some input, but I'm, I don't, I don't want any input because this is my job. Now I have a fuller understanding. Like, this is my job. That's your job. I don't tell you how yeah. to do lines. <laughs> so don't, you know. I know. Well, <laughs> I think, I think on Power of the Dog, what happened was that Grant threw the set just before, you know, we sort of started shooting. Um, they just sort of had a, a Sunday walk around together to explain, for Grant to explain the environment and his thinking oh, right. to Benedict so that, so that when he kind of walked in there, he was the ranch owner. You know, he was, this was his house. Um, yeah, and I mean, I have to say, I don't think, well, certainly from my point of view, the actors, um, I think we're all pretty happy with their environments. Um, yeah. yeah. There is, I do love to see reaction whether it's from a director or anyone, even if it's wardrobe and everything, when they see their costumes in the space or like, you know, I do, I do love that little, you know, three seconds of like someone smirking or smiling or crying or. <laughs> I know it's, it's definitely because the, um, I mean, I know certainly with this, with, power of the dog there was there's a lot of anxiety I think that builds throughout the prep <laughs> where you kind of up until you hand something over you're sort of it's still a bit wide open really like mm. you're not quite sure until the director sees it yeah you know we oh, yeah. sort of ticked that one off the list um and I have to say Grant and I were just thrilled with Grant, Jane's reaction. Oh, like good. she just walked in and was just so happy that it was as she had imagined um, it should be, which was really great. Yeah. Wow, that's such a fantastic feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Because if anybody knew, like, you know, it took you know, 50 different shops or prop houses or online things to make up one room, you know, it's, yeah. you know, hopefully no well, one will make think, a comment. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's always, I, for me, I think the challenge with um, decorating um, is that because it's such familiar stuff to people just generally, you know, I think it's sort of, sometimes people don't realize that you've actually had to really start from scratch like a lot of people you know I've done sets before where people were like oh wow this place is great you know like did, yeah. was it like this was yeah it wasn't place? like this an hour ago like <laughs> <laughs> it's like we've had to completely create this and um you know I think 
I think what people don't realize is to kind of make a set feel real, you need so many layers, um, you know, just just to kind of make it feel better than and and yeah. real. Um, it's not just and furniture. A film, that's quite challenging finding all those layers. Um, yeah, so we had an amazing team of buyers that just scoured the country for. Oh, that's awesome little bits of paperwork, beautiful old notebooks, you know, just um, all the little details that sort of need to be there. Um, and whether you end up seeing them on screen or not in the final product is, um, you sort of just need to know that they're there. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I definitely noticed the, like your art selections and, you know, it's not, people didn't have like art on every wall like we have now or, directors aren't, you know, a lot of people, maybe not just directors or DPs, don't want to shoot a blank wall, whether it's realistic or not. And, and yeah. it was so, I mean, it's so nice in the film just to see the room. I thought that was really, um, at first I was kind of, it's sort of a bit surprised that Jane took everything out of the, um, like the master bedroom, but actually, it certainly made it stronger, I think. Um, just being able to see that wall space. Um, and also because we wanted to suggest that the parents had kind of taken some things with them. So mm -hmm. we sort of had a bit of a backstory for the kind of emptiness of the, the house. Um, when she, when that mother hands over the rings, that to me, oh, is yeah. like, that's yeah. the best detail of the whole movie because you don't really get it at first. And then you're like, oh, yeah. oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> what she was holding out, like, <laughs> wow. I know, there's a, a great level of subtlety that Jane does. Um, it's really clever. Yeah. Are you watching anything? You watching anything good? Anything inspiring? Uh, at the moment, I am a bit behind. I, I sort of, the and we might be a bit behind with this but the big one at work that everyone's sort of talking about is succession um oh, love succession which, oh. which i'm sort of brave i mean sort of working myself up to watching that next season because it's just been so nasty and so like <laughs> so unlikable uh but it's just great it's Great so feeling, it's so good quite into that, so yeah and the to me those sets and those locations and like I, it's just huge things yeah. that there's a gigantic party in the second season it's like oh, there's so many rooms <laughs> there's so many rooms and such weird shit in every room it's really it's a decorator nightmare but like it's really good yeah no it's fantastic and then um I've got a big list of um, movies to watch, but it's just been really tricky to kind of make the time at the moment um, mm -hmm. to get out there and see all the new releases. Are you just in June? Your um, uh, your movie theaters are open. Are they open? Are movie they theaters? are open. They sort of. Um, but things have sort of been coming and going uh, a little bit. 
and we are we're in a bit of a weird time in New Zealand because we're sort of we've been so closed off from the world and sort of doing our own um, thing re-COVID but we're now sort of bracing ourselves for um, a bit of an outbreak which is starting to evolve um, so I'm not sure quite what like what's going to happen over the next few weeks. Um, and do you guys yeah. test on set? Yes, we get tested three times a week. Mm, um, that's how we are. This week it's four because um, there's been a few close contacts. But um, and we, yeah, it's quite. Um, and we also wear kind of lanyards that have kind of a track of things so that if we're close to somebody within the crew that tests positive they can isolate mm -hmm. the close contact um and it's been incredibly hot and really humid yeah <laughs> that's the worst in the heat in 95 masks which are just like you can barely breathe through them and we're in them for like 12 hours a day <laughs> i was like i was breaking out i had like mask like acne mask acne yeah. like because i i guess i'm a heavy breather it's when there's a mask like all day here, isn't it? it's yeah. like sweating underneath this mask all day and all you want to do is have a like a big breath of fresh air i'm constantly like yeah. breathing <laughs> It's awful in the summer. I know it's it's incredibly unpleasant and yeah. kind of gross. But yeah, yeah. I, so we're in that kind of phase at the moment because what what happens over there now is it we uh it depends on what zone you are. Like if you're close to actors, you're tested like three times a week, or like the swing gang who aren't there for run throughs or whatever, they're tested once a week. But then with this surge over the holidays, everybody was up uh, like twice a week, four times a week, you know, like that. Yeah. Um, the show I was on didn't shut down, but we had positives like almost every other day. But it was like one person, right. two pieces, like zone B. There were a couple actors who tested positive and we had to, you know, re rearrange, you hold sets. You break them down and yeah. then you redo them. Um, but that's what happens. But there were a lot of shows. The one show had 60 people in one week test positive. So they shut wow. down. And so do they, do they carry on? Or, they shut or... down. That show shut down for like two weeks. And then they right. start back up again. And then, I mean, to me, it's you, you, you got to make a decision. Either we're going to trek through this and we're going to get through it or we're going to shut it down. But what yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize is if four of my swing guys get sick or we're in close contact, I can't just get four more guys tomorrow because they have to test no. and then they have to be approved. You know what I mean? It's not like usual. So, you know, yeah. and there are some prop houses you still have to make appointments at and you still, you know, there's the hours aren't, you know, completely open or whatever. And, and the same for wardrobe and, you know, all of the creative things where I think, uh, you know, people have forgotten that we still have restrictions. I can't just go get yeah. a chair. <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah. It's not that easy anymore. Okay. And then, so do you split your team up or, like, do you have different 
at first we on your at first we did when we first came back for covid we had three bubble we had like um i think we called them bubbles three bubbles and then they you know they stayed everybody stayed in their bubble and they didn't really interact we had people like on on the lot and then two location crews going so that if somebody got sick then at, at least you had at least you had people in another bubble that could sort of fill in but that that sort of in, in the year sort of went away and then we're down to nobody cares about us just don't get sick <laughs> get get everything here on time but we just had that huge surge and um we're coming out of it los angeles just lifted the mask ma like mandatory mask inside but now it's contingent oh, like okay any business it's up to them so you're still basically wearing a mask right. in stores and everything stores are by you know you can make yeah. it your own and we're not doing face shields anymore that was that part has gone uh, <laughs> for production okay yeah i yeah i couldn't really work around the face shield the face i just shield kind of went with the mask yeah. awful the face shield was awful and then we went to goggles and it was like okay can we just come on so yeah so but yeah hopefully we're we're on the tail end i hope it doesn't get too bad there for you i hope we're at the end of it <laughs> i watched i watched this show last night on um netflix called inventing anna and it's this like oh, yeah it's good I think it's really interesting yeah. yeah but they're at this i forget what episode but they're at this part there it's like big party and there's like everyone's in groups of twos <laughs> and there's like 20 people in the whole party i'm like oh that was no one showed up that day like that was a bad COVID day like, <laughs> it's not it's not good but yeah um I always ask this, do you have, it could be any TV or film, do you have anything you wish you decorated, whether it was like Wizard of Oz or like anything, is there anything uh -huh. you wish you were a part of? I mean, you've been a part of such huge, awesome films down there. <laughs> um, that I wish I'd be credited. Um, hmm. Okay. Um, not that I can think offhand. I mean, I've, I've definitely got a sort of favorite film, but. Um, Did it influence you to become a decorator? Your favorite no, film? No, I sort of feel like I've. Um, I mean, I've only ever worked in the set decorating department. Um, and I, I actually was quite reluctant to step up to being a decorator. Um, you know, and it was quite a, a surprise when I did to discover how big that world was. Like the difference between being a set dresser and decorating is quite, yeah. I found was quite significant. Um, I think just you know, being responsible for the budget, for crewing, for, um, you know, meeting all the meetings that you have to be part of, yeah. you know, like it's quite, um, 
yeah, quite a different job. Whereas I thought it was just going to be sort of a natural sort of roll on from from dressing sets, um, but quite different. Um, did it influence me? Um, I feel like I, yeah, because I've I've not really known any other sort of work really. Mm. Um, this this is what I've sort of always done, um, and I you know I, I love the aspect that you're it's project based and that you're working. It's you know I, I love the team event nature of it mm. and kind of that you kind of get together, you've got the team, and you're sort of working towards an end goal. Like it's definitely. Um, yeah, I see myself as part of a group that kind of, you know, um, yeah. So for me, like, I think the set decorating team, uh, you know, collectively we make it happen. Um, yeah. So, so that's the, that's the part that I like really enjoy about the job is the people that you can the collaboration of it. interesting people to me. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um so it probably hasn't answered your question, but um Oh it's fine. <laughs> I popped it on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so good. I because I asked myself that and I think it's really hard for me to answer because uh, first of all I have so many favorite films because there's such different genres yeah. and you know and then yeah. it's like, God, what really made me want to do this? And I, I can't really pin it down. I know that if, if I could have decorated something, it probably would have been like Wizard of Oz or like something, uh, yeah. something that has yeah. such an impact. I don't know. Yeah. Something that everyone yeah. knows that would, that's kind of like, oh, that, that's everlasting. Like I, I want to make sure that at least I did something that, that people have seen. Yeah, yeah. I think you. I think you're. Uh, I mean, I think you're. You decorated the best picture this year. That's my. That's my thing. I mean. Aww, yeah. I mean, it's a. It's gonna yeah be interesting to see uh, how they go. It's it's fantastic that they've been um, receiving so many accolades for that. I'm so happy for Jane. And for Ari, because I just think it's um, yeah. yeah. And are you going? Are you going to go? Uh, my intention is to yes. Oh, good. Um, just whether or not I mean, you know, from here it seems like too crazy not to go and join it. <laughs> um. Yeah, and just to kind of see that side of of the movie business, I guess, because it's so removed from what we experience here in New Zealand. Right. So I think it'd be quite fun to join in. Um, it's just trying to make the time. Um, yeah. So yeah, I know. I mean, I know plenty of like we have to do isolation as well. So it sort of takes quite a chunk of time out of your right your, you'd have to like yeah. you'd have to quarantine for like two weeks after you got back 
probably I think I'm hoping at that stage it'll be like seven days oh well that's at least and then I think work have different requirements for going back so it's probably 10 days all up ah just let them rapid test you get it come on rapid test me and get me in there (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know it's a it's um a bit of pressure to find a decent frock and things like that and um but give it a go <laughs> i hope you go yeah. if you come if you go i you could stay at my house you could stay here you can <laughs> thank you okay. please let me know if well, you're I coming probably... i would love to buy you a drink just let me know like oh, i'm sure you'll be in you. and out but yeah. i'd love to actually well, meet you i mean it's sort of i've got one person that i know in la and it, like i was so disappointed when I went over for the shopping and she was out of town she's sort of a a decorator that you know works a lot um sort of out of town and it's like oh because that's the only time I've ever been to the U.S. oh it's to shop that to shop all that good stuff (laughs) yeah um well if you ever need anything over here or you need number or you need something just let me know thank you yeah thank you Yeah. yeah I mean we we tend to do a lot of American themed films and TV over here, so it's, yeah, yeah. You guys are booming over yeah. there. Well, we're getting a, a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am secret. I finished a show and then I'm like, I'm not telling anyone that I'm available right now because yeah, I really. So just... is it quite busy over there at the moment? Yeah. It's super, I mean, I feel like it was a little quiet for like a week or two, but I think people, I think things wanted to stop. I don't think things wanted to start up because of the surge. So I think now yeah. it's like, I feel like everyone I know is working and that's, right. I mean, it's great. It's, yeah. It yeah. really is another sort of like golden age. I feel like we've hit upon, there's yeah. just so much, there's so many channels, there's so many places that need programming it's crazy so yeah yeah Yeah, that's right the the demand for content must be huge now yeah it's good for viewers too i love it (laughs) and i'm finally getting to catch up on stuff which is really great and i not that i get to sleep in but i do get to not wake up and think about curtains in the middle of the night or something (laughs) yeah right um i'm gonna let you go because you said you had to drive and i don't want to keep you um yeah i do i have to sort of head on back to the city um but thank you thanks thank you thank you so much for for giving me this time and um i do love your work and i really think i really hope you win (laughs) i really do (laughs) this is so beautifully done (laughs) i mean to be honest it's huge thrill to be nominated it's like never ever kind of anticipated anything like that um beautiful yeah so very exciting you know i'm just ready to you need to party get get on over here and party very very kind of amber to give me her time for this interview especially with the 21 hour time difference (laughs) hard for my head to i had literally to like use my fingers to like get that done but i'm kind of jealous how set dressers get to do so much in new zealand it's like you have little decorators on your team 
I mean, I, I work with some really great people here and I swear I am always up for people's input. I may not keep it the way they did it because, and a lot of times it's because of notes that I've gotten from a director or designer um, that they are unaware of, but um, if I like it, I surely will keep it because like I said, I can't think of anything. So, you know, if someone can think of something better and it looks great, I'm, I'm all in really and um, I'm very appreciative of, of that so yeah uh, good luck to Amber and the Oscar voting is March 17th to the 22nd I never realized how small that window was for voting that's crazy um, and then the next couple weeks I have some other interviews of other nominated um, decorators and designers um, hopefully, if it works out, uh, set decorator Shane Viao, God, I can't, it's V-I-E-A-U, I gotta ask him how to pronounce that, who's nominated also for an Oscar for his work on Nightmare Alley, and these films couldn't be any more different. I mean, Power of the Dog and Nightmare Alley, I don't know how you choose between these films for an Oscar because it's so different. It really makes it so hard, I think as a peer group to to pick and choose you know again I'm not in for everyone getting a trophy I'm not I'm not saying that I like to win I hate to lose I love to win I'm just saying it's a hard choice when you see these films and you know you know all the pain we put in but yeah so I have some exciting interviews coming up for you I hope you got an earful I'm Kim Wanup for Decorating Pages Spring is almost here. You better spring into that pool with a Stogie Floaty. Stogie Floaty Luxury Pool Float. Available now on Etsy and StogieFloaty.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.